is Chris. I'm glad you could join us for Adventures in Odyssey, a place of discovery, imagination, and excitement. But don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself on today's Adventure in Odyssey. Ah! Ah, Hush! Hush, you kids. You don't know the Barclays. I know the Barclays have changed. You're telling me. He doesn't want to be changed. He wants a carrot. You date Donna, you date the preacher. Good, because it's dangerous and it's trespassing. Dad! Praise is something that doesn't come naturally to us. More often than not, we tend to keep our approval of someone to ourselves. And knowing that, hey Donna, we don't have much what? practice at You have any gum? No, I think Marsha does. Kevin, yeah, get Marsha. Marsha, Eric wants you. Yeah? You have gum? Shh. Hush, you kids. Sorry. Does he still want his gum? I don't know. Donna, ask him if he still wants his gum. Do you still want your gum? Yeah. Hand me my purse. It's down by your feet. This one? Yeah. Be careful. You're going to spill it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if you kids don't quiet down, I'm going to come up there and sit between you. Sorry. Yes, sorry. I'm just telling you what she said. I can't believe Mrs. Erskine told you that. Well, is it true? Were you messing around in church? Well, it was... Hey, Mom! The baby spoke. He said the word, get this, carrot. Carrot? He did. I heard him. His first word was carrot. Where's the baby book? He was just gibbering. Why would he say carrot? Maybe he likes them. Oh, would you go change his diaper? He doesn't want to be changed. He wants a carrot. Trust me on this one, Jimmy. All right, but what do you want me to do if he starts listing off any more vegetables? Write them down. We'll go shopping later. Anyway, Donna, as I was saying... Oh, good, you're here. I, I need to talk to you, Donna. Oh, I'm sorry, was was I interrupting something? No, George. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Erskine came up to me after the service today. You're I... kidding. What? She told both of you? You heard about this, too? Mrs. Erskine has a way of getting her point across. You're telling me. Look, Donna, I know how Mrs. Erskine is, but this is the second time in two weeks she said something to me about you. I wasn't doing anything. Kevin dropped Marsha's purse, and I laughed a little bit. Well, I wasn't the only one. Why did she single me out? Probably because you're the daughter of the preacher now. People are watching you more closely than they watch other kids. So I'm the only one that can get into trouble? No, of course not. As a matter of fact, a couple of them got in trouble last night. Did you hear about it? No. Well, they were at the Donovan house again. The Donovan house? You know, Mary, the the old abandoned house next to Gower's Field. It's the new hangout for the kids, I guess. But it's condemned and ready to fall down, and they're not supposed to be there. You haven't been there, have you, Donna? No. Good, because it's dangerous and it's trespassing. In the meantime, we need to do something about your behavior in church. Dad! I think you ought to sit up front with your mom instead of in the back. What? Just for a while. I'm sorry, but I, I think you ought to. Maybe your friends will sit up front with you. I doubt it. Well, then I guess that's one sacrifice you'll have to make. I don't think I'm going to like this. Are you Connie Kendall, private eye? Introducing the Truth Chronicles. I lost my truth. 
Why don't you go to a dentist? A special collection of Adventures in Odyssey episodes based on Focus on the Family's The Truth Project. My truth, not my tooth. Mystery, intrigue, and exciting stories about the power of God's tooth in our world. Truth. Sorry. Discover The Truth Chronicles at witsend.org. these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for coming tonight. See you Wednesday. Mom, I'll be in the back. Donna? Oh, hi, Mrs. Erskine. I just wanted to tell you how good it was to see you sitting up front with your family. Well, I I could definitely see things better. Mm, I'm sure you could. So I guess I'll see you at the dinner tomorrow. Right. Wait, dinner? The senior citizen's dinner, did you forget? The senior citizen's dinner? But I'm not even a senior in high school. But honey, your whole family's invited. The senior citizen class wants to say how much we really appreciate our new pastor's family. So we're having a dinner. Now, you can't very well miss that, can you? I guess not. Of course not. So I'll see you then. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Mrs. Erskine. What was that all about? Mrs. Erskine just told me I have to go to a senior citizen's dinner tomorrow. Tomorrow? But we were going to go to the movies tomorrow night, remember? That's right. Okay, I need to go talk to my dad about this. Excuse me. She's had to go to all sorts of stuff like that lately. Mrs. Erskine probably has Donna booked up till she's 50. I hope she doesn't have anything the night of the hayride. The hayride? Why? Well... I just think it would be nice for her to go. But what's so special about the hayride? Are you going to ask her to it, Eric? Donna? Um, I never thought about it. Sure you did. You're going to ask her out, aren't you? Quiet down. But she's a preacher's kid. You can't ask her out. Why not? It'll be like going out with Moses. Moses? Well, Moses' daughter. You'd have to do everything right. You never know when you're breaking a commandment you don't even know about. Oh, come on. I think Mr. Barkley makes all prospective boyfriends recite the Beatitudes before each date. I'd bone up a fire. Get out of here. I think he makes you wear a tie, too. Kevin. You'll be the only couple at the monster truck rally in formal wear. This is something Give you need to prepare Give me a break. It's not like for. that. You don't know the Barkleys. I know the Barkleys have changed. They're the preacher family now. You're crazy. I'm serious. You'll have to watch every step you take. You date Donna, you date the preacher. Great idea, Eric. I've never been to a drive-in movie before. Yeah, it's neat. You, uh, you look really nice tonight. Thanks. I, I wanted to give you something. What is it? Well, I wrote a little something for you. It's a poem. A poem? It's not that great or anything. I'm not really a writer. You really wrote me a poem? How sweet. Well, anyway, here it is. Thanks. Hold it. Wait a minute. Let me see that. I need to check out the content. Dad! All right, I got this here. That's all right. Okay. okay. No. Can't have that. Can't have this. Uh, cherish is spelled with an E. Please, Dad. The rest is okay. It's a nice poem, Eric. Thanks. Uh, by the way, that last scene in the movie completely contradicted Deuteronomy 14.6. I think we should leave. Dad! Mm-hmm. Hey, is there enough room up there? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up there with you guys. Oh, let me get the I think I want to go home. I can't believe this. <sighs> Got any more popcorn, Eric? 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 Eric! What, what? We're going now. You coming? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Donna, stop pouting. Not pouting.
pouting. I'm just bored. I've never been so bored in my entire life. It won't be much longer. Mrs. Erskine told me an hour and a half. Okay, everyone. We're gonna slow things down a little now. What? We'll wait about 15 minutes to let you folks digest, then we'll go to the trivia contest. 15 minutes to digest? What did they eat? Wood chips? Why don't you go talk to someone? I tried that. I don't know enough about the weather. Watch your attitude. It's not that bad. Look, Jimmy's enjoying himself. Donna, you have to come over here. Mr. Williams is doing a puppet show using a zucchini, a rolled-up paper plate, and his dentures. It's hilarious. No, thanks. Oh, Jimmy! Jimmy, hurry! You're missing it. We're trying to find all 50 states in Mr. Baker's liver spots. Well, gotta go. Oh, brother. Oh, look! I believe it's Florida! Here you go, Norma. Anyway, Stuart, as I was saying, the key thing to remember is that the one way to keep them happy is to just feed them. Now, they eat a lot more than you think. Oh, and they like to think that they're your master. You know, that they're the boss. Just let them think that. It doesn't hurt anything. One tough thing is getting used to the way they smell. But that just takes time. Well, anyways, that's my advice on girls. I really think I've learned my lesson now, Dad. Well, can I sit with the guys next Sunday? We'll see. Jimmy, why does Stuart have sunglasses on? Huh? Oh, I was just teaching him about, you know, guy things. I see. Donna, I just don't understand why your friends won't sit up front with you. Do they have something to hide? No. Come on, Dad. You know how kids are. Yes, which is why I like you sitting down front. Look, I'll make a deal with you. Get the whole gang to sit down front for a couple of Sundays just to see if they like it. And if you all show you can behave, then maybe I'll let you sit with them in the back again. All right? Well, okay. I'll ask them about it on Friday night. When's Friday? Well, we're having a hayride. This Friday night? Yeah. Donna, you told me you'd come to my Bible study Friday night. What Bible study? The Bible study I've been teaching here every Friday night for six weeks on parenting. Why do I have to go? Don't you remember? I asked you and Jimmy. Some of the people in the study wanted to get your views on the subject since you're both kids living at home. And boy, do I have a thing or two to say. Don't you remember? Sort of. You didn't write it down? No, I forgot. But Dad, I have to go to this hayride. Have to? Donna, it's not like I ask you to come to all of them. This is the only one. My class is expecting you, especially since you said you'd be there. Are you going to go back in your word? But, well... You said you'd come, and I need you to be there. You're not going to the hayride? I can't. I have to go to my dad's Bible study. You've been missing a lot of stuff lately. Yeah. You know what makes it worse? What? Well, I think Eric was going to ask me to go with him. What? Why are you looking at me like that? It's nothing. What is it? It's not important. Well, tell me, Marsha. Well, actually, you'll probably find out anyway. Find out what? Eric already asked somebody. What? Who? Allison Davis. Allison Davis? He thought you wouldn't be able to come. I don't believe it. Well, what do you expect? You're never around anymore. Well, it's not my fault. I know that. We all know it. But you can't expect us to just sit around and wait for you. Why not? Because we're not. We still like you and everything, but you've changed. I haven't changed. It's everybody else that's changed. I'm the same person I've always been. No, you're not. You're the preacher's kid now. You can't have fun anymore. Yes, I can. What time does it start? What? The hayride. 7.30. Why? Because I'm going. (laughs) 
enough food, George? Yeah, I think so. What did I do with my notes? You laid them over there. Oh, thanks. 7.30. Well, people should be here any minute. Uh, Jimmy, would you go get your sister? The Bible study's about to start. Uh, she's not up there. What do you mean? I just looked in her room. She's not there. <sighs> Donna! Donna! <sighs> Where is she? I don't get it. I thought the hayride was at Gower's farm. The other way. It is. But we decided to skip it. What? Then where are we going? Right there. What's that? You don't know what that is, Donna? No. That's the Donovan house. Wait a minute. We're not supposed to go there. Who said? My dad said. I I can't go. You guys go without me some other night, okay? Let's go to the hayride. I'll forget the hayride. You really want to watch Eric and Allison on their big date? Besides, we have to go tonight. This is the 30th anniversary of the disappearance. What disappearance? 30 years ago today, the Donovan family mysteriously disappeared. Never heard from again. And every year since then, on this date, people have noticed strange lights in an upstairs window, flickering. Hold it. I didn't hear this part. Don't you want to see what's upstairs? That's not the point. I'm not allowed. All right. We'll take you back. I told you she'd bail out, Marsha. It's not her fault. Come on, Reverend Donna. Let's go. We're going back. Wait. Wait. Okay, I'll go. All right. See? It's not that bad. It's just a house. A very dark house. What, you expected the porch light to be on? Light your lantern. You brought a lantern? Thought it'd be a nice effect. Better than flashlights, anyway. I left it there, under the window. You mean you guys have known all along you were going to do this? Sure. Just turn the lantern on, please. All right. Calm down. Who's going in first? You seem to be Captain Courageous. You do the honors. All righty. I'll just peek in and check it out. Ah! Ah, What? What was it? Who did the wallpapering in here? Kevin! Don't do that. (laughs) It's clear. Let's go. I almost had a heart attack. Too many spider webs. Hey, look at that. What? There's something moving over there. Don't start, Kevin. No, I'm serious. Look. He's right. I went out of here. I'm going to check it out. Kevin, be careful. What is it? (coughs) Ah! (coughs) Broke my lantern. Hand me that sheet. Got to put out this fire. Here you go. What's the matter? It's spreading too fast. Come here, help me. You guys, the flames are getting higher. I can't stomp it out fast enough. The curtains. I got the curtains. Get out of there! Come on, let's go! Everybody out! If you're looking for something fun to do, you'll find it at witsend.org. You'll get the latest Odyssey news, scoops, and reviews. At witsend.org, you can ask the writers questions, hear from the actors, even submit your own reviews. If you miss a show, it's a great place to catch up on what's been happening. And I'll let you in on a little secret. You could be the first on your block to hear scenes from the next adventure. Just about everything you need to know about adventures in Odyssey is on witsend.org. Log on today. Well, let's move on. Uh, I was going to have Donna speak here, but uh, since she's not here, let's go ahead and read in Proverbs 22, verse 6. Uh, Jimmy, would you read that for me, please? Sure. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not turn from it. (laughs) 
Now, this verse has triggered a lot of debate over the years. Uh, could you get that high? Sure. You know, some think it puts too much responsibility on the parents. In other words, if your child does oh, turn from the way he should go, you are somehow responsible. But we're responsible for keeping our kids George, in line. would you come here, please? Uh, could you excuse me a moment? What's going on? Donna, are you okay? I'm fine. Mr. Barkley, your daughter and some friends were at the old Donovan house tonight. What? Donna... They also proceeded to burn it down. <gasps> burn it down? Well, the house went up like kindling. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. Donna! I can't believe this. Nobody's pressing any charges. The place was condemned. Probably would have been torn down anyway. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, I thought you should know. Yes, indeed. I... Thank you. Sure. And Donna, I don't mind telling you. I'm disappointed. This isn't like you. I don't want to see you doing anything like this again. You hear? Yes, sir. All right. You folks have a good evening now. Thank you. Thanks, officer. You're okay? Yeah. <coughs> We're going to talk about this later. I know. Going up to your room. Okay. Well, let's uh, get back to the study. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh... <laughs> What was it I was talking about? Keeping your kids in line? Thanks, Jimmy. I just can't figure out what you were thinking, Donna. I mean, you could have been seriously hurt. I know. Am I going to have to worry about you now? No. Why didn't you listen to me? I told you that place was dangerous. What's going on with you? Didn't I say to stay away? Yes, sir. I just can't believe you'd disobey me like that. And that doesn't even include your sneaking out when you were supposed to be here. I know. I'm sorry. Do you realize what this does to our entire family? How am I going to stand up in front of the congregation on Sunday? I'm the pastor and my daughter's out burning houses down. Would you listen to a preacher who can't keep his own family under control? I don't know what else to say. I'm sorry. Hello? George, it's for you. Hello? Yes. Tonight? Uh, sure, uh, sure, I can be there. All right. Thanks. Uh, I'll, I'll see you. <sighs> that was Richard, head of the pastoral committee. He's called an emergency meeting. He wants me there. An emergency meeting? About what? Who knows? I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they just, just let me go. George, you're overreacting. Well, if I were them, I would have serious doubts about me. I gotta go. Wait, Dad... Could I say something before you leave? Yes. I just want to say I'm I'm really really sorry. I I just didn't mean for any of this to happen. I wasn't thinking. There's just been a lot of pressure, but I know there's no excuse. I'll just try harder, okay? I'll sit up front with mom. I'll go to all the dinners and stuff. I'll try really hard to be the perfect preacher's kid. I promise. Okay. We'll talk about it later. I'll be back soon. Well, let's go ahead and get started. This uh, shouldn't be a very long meeting. We really only have one subject on the agenda. George, we're here to talk about you. Yeah, yeah. Kind of figured that. We're we're concerned, George. I, for one, wonder if... Look, excuse me. May I... Uh... 
may I say something? Well, sure. I think I know where this is headed, and I'd like to say a few things before you get to it. That's fine. Go ahead. My kids are teenagers. And because they're teenagers, by definition, sometimes they mess up. I can ask my daughter to be faithful to God. I I can ask her to contribute to our family, but I can't ask my daughter to not be a teenager. It's, It's impossible for her to be anything else. As a father, I can't condone what she did tonight. She must be punished for that. But also as a father, I have to know when to cut her some slack because she's a teenager. I I know in their hearts my kids want to be role models. In fact, my daughter said tonight that she'd try harder to be perfect. Perfect. As if it were possible for any of us to be perfect. And I was thinking on the way to this meeting that it'd be wrong for me to stand here and pretend like we can. We are the preacher's family, but that doesn't mean we're a perfect family. If you want me as your interim pastor, you'll have to accept me and my family as we are, warts and all. We'll always do our best for you, but I can't promise we'll never make mistakes. And, well, that's that's all I wanted to say. Thank you, George. That was a very passionate speech, though I'm not quite sure why you gave it. What do you mean? Well, it's not like we're going to ask you to resign, George. You're not? Of course not. I'm proud to have you as our pastor. So is everyone else. Then why did you call this meeting? Well, Mrs. Erskine called it. She suggested that we ask you if there's anything we can do to help. Mrs. Erskine? Yes, that's right, George. And I just want to say that I'm sorry. I did exactly what you're talking about. I expected you and your daughter to be... Perfect, and that's just not right. So I'd like to apologize. Well, thank you, Mrs. Erskine. All right, on to business. Is there anything we can do to help, George? (laughs) I think you just did it. Come in. How'd the meeting go? Did they fire you? (laughs) No. Just the opposite. They wanted to know how they could help us. Mrs. Erskine said... Mrs. Erskine was there? Yeah, the meeting was her idea. Well, I'll never underestimate her again. Beneath that tough exterior is a very compassionate person. Wow. Oh, yeah, I made quite a speech. I mean, you should have heard it. (laughs) It was about pretending to be perfect. I don't ever want you to feel like you have to do that, Donna. I said some things to you that I never should have said. Do you understand? Yeah, thanks. I am sorry, Dad. I mean, you can punish me, but it can't make me feel any worse than I do right now. I feel like I let you down. Come here. Look at me. No matter how much you may disappoint me, I'll never stop loving you. You know that, don't you? Yeah, I do. Thanks. (laughs) Look at us. (laughs) Pretty lame excuse for a preacher's family, huh? (laughs) No, I don't think so. I think we're just perfect. (laughs) 
of us are guilty at times of putting pressure on people to be perfect just because of the position they hold or maybe who their parents are. What we need to remember is that we all are supposed to be Christ-like. Just because someone is a preacher's kid doesn't mean that you don't have to live up to the same standards they do. We all need to listen to what Paul said in Ephesians 5.1. Be imitators of God. Are you a preacher's kid? If you are, I'd love to hear about your experiences. If you want to write, the address is Adventures in Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Or in Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., B6B4G3. And don't forget to ask about how you can get your own copy of today's episode. It's called Preacher's Kid. That address once again is Adventures in Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation to focus on the family. Preacher's Kid was written and directed by Marshall Younger. Our production engineer was Mark Brewery. And our executive producer was Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.